Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're studying the book of Acts. And today is episode 211. We're looking at Acts chapter 3, verses 22 through 26. Let's read our passage. Moses said, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your brothers. You must listen to everything he tells you. And everyone who does not listen to that prophet, will be completely cut off from the people. In addition, all the prophets who have spoken from Samuel and those after him have foretold these days. You are the sons of the prophets and of the covenant that God made with your ancestors, saying to Abraham, and all the families of the earth will be blessed through your offspring. God raised up this servant and sent him first to you to bless you by turning each of you from your evil ways. Well, this is Peter's speech that he's given to the crowd at the temple after he and John healed the lame man, the man who would sit at the gate called Beautiful every day, begging for alms as people would come into the temple for prayer. Peter and John came in, and he was asking for alms, and they said, we don't have any money, but how about we heal you? And so he commanded him to stand up, and he did. And he then entered the temple gate for the first time, entered the area of worship for the first time. He praised God. He uh, hung on to Peter and John. They left that area, went out to the uh, area called Solomon's Colonnade along the eastern wall, and there a crowd has gathered because of this miraculous healing, and Peter is given this speech. He's basically giving the gospel, explaining what's going on, because there's been something amazing that has happened. So he's been talking about who Jesus is, that Jesus is the Messiah. Then in verse 21, he said, heaven must receive him until the time of the restoration of all things, which God spoke about through his holy prophets from the beginning. So he's mentioned the prophets. Now he's going to start talking about the prophets. He says in verse 22, Moses said, So Moses was considered the first prophet. And so what did Moses say? He said, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your brothers. You must listen to everything he tells you. He's quoting here from Deuteronomy 18, a passage that begins in in verse 15. They were about to enter the promised land. And uh, the promised land was inhabited by Canaanites and surrounded by Canaanites who practice all these false religions. And Moses was warning the people, don't do what they do. Don't follow their practices. And don't engage in their occult practices. You want to know something? God is going to tell you. So in in Deuteronomy 18, start with verse 15. Now remember, the context here is don't follow the occultic practices of the Canaanites. This is the Lord where God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own brothers. You must listen to him. Then down in verse 18, he says, I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among your brothers. I will put my words in his mouth and he will tell them everything I command him. So the point here that Moses is making in Deuteronomy is, you want to know something? Don't go consulting mediums and fortune tellers and all these uh, uh, witchcraft things that the Canaanites do. God will raise up prophets to give you his message. Now that quote from Deuteronomy has been then used over the centuries as a promise that there's going to come another prophet like Moses who's going to bring the message 
of God. When Jesus was meeting the woman at the well back in John chapter 4, starting with verse 25, when we went through John, we looked at this. The woman said, I know the Messiah is coming, who's called Christ. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. That's where Jesus says, I am the one speaking to you, am he. Particularly the Samaritans were clinging to that verse as that's what the Messiah is going to be, a prophet like Moses. Even Stephen, when he's uh, being stoned to death, we'll see this in chapter four or chapter seven of Acts. He makes reference to this idea that Jesus is the one who has come as the one that Moses spoke about in Deuteronomy 18. So the this idea of the the prophets speaking about Jesus, well, first off, yeah, Moses, Moses talking about there'll be this one who will come, and and Jesus is that one, and you have to listen to him. Then verse 23, Peter says, And everyone who does not listen to that prophet will be completely cut off from the people. Now this seems to be a reference to Leviticus 23, 29. And that was dealing with the Day of Atonement, where God had given them the, the Day of Atonement as a, a sacred assembly, uh, and you're called to practice self-denial and present an offering to God. In Deuteronomy 23:29, he says, If any person does not practice self-denial on this particular day, he is to be cut off from his people. Peter seems to be drawn from that of, you don't do what God's told you to do. You don't follow the practices that God's given you. You're to be cut off from the people. And he's linking that with the passage from Deuteronomy of when God sends this prophet like Moses to tell everyone what's going on. If you don't listen to him, because he said listen to him, then you're to be cut off from the people. And he's making the point that Jesus is that one that has come like Moses. Now remember back at the end of last time, verse 22, he said the prophets from the beginning have spoken about Christ. Well, he begins with Moses. Moses, the first prophet. Then in verse 24, he says, in addition, all the prophets who spoken from Samuel and those after him has also foretold these days. Moses was considered the first prophet. Samuel's considered the second prophet. Because from the time of Moses to the time of Samuel, you don't have an actual named prophet. Then beginning with Samuel and on, you start to see a lot of prophets. So Moses is the first prophet, Samuel's the second prophet, and he's saying here, from Samuel and those after him. So he's saying all the prophets. Moses talked about him, Samuel talked about him, everybody since Samuel's talked about him. Now he doesn't list any specific prophecies. What he's basically saying is the word of God points to Jesus as the Christ, and it does. So he's he's speaking about the prophets here. In verse 25, he says, You are sons of the prophets and of the covenant that God made with your ancestors. Sons of prophets, that was an actual group of people back in the Old Testament, particularly in the the time of Elijah. You had this group, the, the sons of prophets, and they were a group of prophets. Peter's not using that sense of this. What he's saying is, you're the heirs of these promises. All these promises that have be given from God through the prophets. You are recipients of that. You are the heirs of this group of promises from the prophets. So that's why how he's referring to them as sons of the prophet. 
and sons of the covenant. And this covenant he's specifically saying here is the covenant with Abraham. And what was that covenant? The covenant with Abraham was that he would take the descendants of Abraham and they would be exceedingly numerous and they would be this godly nation to show God to the people of the world. He specifically says here, this covenant that God made with your ancestors, saying to Abraham, and all the families of the earth will be blessed through your offspring. And we recognize that that promise to Abraham is being fulfilled in Jesus Christ. He's the descendant of Abraham, who through him all the families on earth will be blessed. In verse 26, God raised up his servant and sent him first to you to bless you by turning each of you from your evil ways. Now he uses the term God raised up his servant. Now he's probably referring to the resurrection, that Jesus has been raised up. But he's also using the same language they used back in verse 22 where Moses said, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet. So he has raised up a prophet in that he's brought forth a prophet, but he's also raised up Jesus Christ by raising him from the dead. And he sent him first to you to bless you by, t- by turning each of you from your evil ways. Now he said in verse 25 that all the families of the earth will be blessed. And we recognize through Jesus Christ that he took the sins of the world on himself on the cross. Now we don't know what extent Peter actually understands this. Because in chapter 10, we'll see where Peter first goes to a Gentile with the gospel. And Peter takes some convincing that this is the right and proper thing to do. So Peter, even though he's speaking the truth here, we don't know how much he actually gets it himself, but he will. And so the message here is that the prophets, the Old Testament, all of it points to Jesus Christ as the Messiah, as the Savior, as God's servant, sent by him to bless the people and provide a way to experience reconciliation with God. Back to verse 19, therefore repent and turn back so that your sins may be wiped out. So this is the end of Peter's speech to the people. He has used the opportunity of this miraculous healing to present the gospel. He's seen God at work, and so he's talking about God to the people. That's a challenge for us. Can we remember when we do see God at work in our lives, when we do see God working, that we use that as an opportunity to speak about what God is doing, to explain the gospel to those around. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.